Welcome to Magic Moonlog. I am your host, Dawn Marie Franzen, and this is a weekly series looking at the astrological forecast. So sit back and relax, and let's see what the moon and stars will bring us. Hello, everyone. Welcome to my first ever weekly series called Magic Moonlog, where we will be discussing the celestial placements of the week and what it all means. I will also be using Llewellyn's Spell a Day Almanac, where I will choose and go over a spell for the week. I will also do a draw from the Oracle, as well as continue on with the Everyday Spells cards. Each week, as I forecast the cosmos, I will explain something different regarding astrology. That way, you can slowly learn along the way instead of being overwhelmed with too much information. Okay, so let's get started. Today, Saturday, as we speak, the moon is now in the fourth quarter in Scorpio. On Monday, the 8th, the moon will move into Sagittarius. You will probably notice that the moon moves into the next sun sign every two, two and a half days. The moon will actually be void, of course, on Sunday, the 7th, from 3.22 p.m., until 4.08 p.m. And all of the times that I will be using will be Eastern time. So if you're in a different time zone, you will just have to convert it. So when the moon is in void, of course, it just simply means that it's between signs and kind of just floating there on our own with no planetary influences. So it's sort of a resting period for the moon, if that makes sense. Since we usually get energy from the moon, it's no wonder that we may feel a little tired, sluggish, and hazy during the time that the moon is resting. So during void, of course, you may want to take a little rest of your own. I don't mean stopping what you're doing and taking a nap. I don't mean not going to work or anything like that. Life goes on. Well, I mean, you can take a nap if you want to, but I'm more or less talking about making serious decisions especially in life decisions. You might even feel like you're in a little funk during this period of time. Anyway, once we're out of this void, the moon will be moving into Sag. And then on Tuesday, the 9th, we will be in void, of course, from 1.24 p.m. until 8.33 p.m. So this is a much longer time. Sorry about that. The moon needs to rest too, you know, though. And Even when it's daytime and we can't see her, she's still there and she still has effects on us. Okay, so now the moon will be entering Capricorn on Wednesday the 10th. And then we are in the new moon phase on Thursday the 11th at 6.57 a.m. Now, mind you, even though the moon phase changed, it's still in the current sign. But then later on that night at 9.33 p.m., the moon would be void until 10.01 p.m. And then the moon will enter Aquarius. So that is our upcoming week. But what the heck does it all mean? Well, 
Anytime the moon is in its last quarter is a good time to wrap things up. Finish up any projects you might have started working on, make that final decision, and so on and so forth. Today and tomorrow would be a great time to adapt for a better result. Speaking of adapting, get ready for any changes coming your way. Once the moon hits new, it's time to set out goals for the rest of the month. What would you like to see happen? Write it down in a journal or your book of shadows and jot down any notes once you see things come to fruition. So some influences that the moon has in the signs can affect our daily lives. But in order to give yourself a personal horoscope, you will have to check out your birth chart to see where your signs land. There are some great apps out there that can help you out with that. I like using time passages. You can use the free version to calculate your chart and other people's charts. All you need to know is your date of birth and location. And the closer to the time as you can get, the better the results. Time time passages will actually calculate it for you and then it will give you all the information you will need. I'm just pointing it out because that's the app that I love to use and it's very, very easy and very convenient. And just for a disclaimer, um, I am going to put out there that I do not at all consider myself to be a professional astrologer. I don't I really don't even consider myself to be any kind of astrologer to be honest with you. Um, I do a lot of reading on him. I do a lot of research. I've done my birth chart. I've done workbooks on it. you know, I'm learning just like you guys are learning. You know, I have resources that I use. Um, I listen to different podcasts as well. And even though the information that I'm giving you here is based on my own personal research, you know, there are other ways that you can also look into the um, the astrological forecast for the week. So I'm not the only one out there. And I just wanted to let you know that um, kind of take it as you will. Um, this is just kind of like a guide that I'm going to be do, doing every week. And I use astrological calendars so I know what signs the moons are in, what phase it is in, um, any other astrological events occurring and stuff like that. And it's very easy to look into. Um, You can get an actual calendar on astrology and it'll show you all the signs and symbols of every day and like the times of like, say for instance, the moon is in void and all that kind of stuff. It'll tell you about the eclipses and everything like that. So I'm very excited to be sharing this with you because I am very passionate about it. And I have been looking looking for an excuse, <laughs> looking, looking for an excuse to come back to you every week. Because once a month, doing a doing a episode once a month was just not as satisfying to me, honestly. I mean, it does give me a lot of time to think about what I want to discuss, think about, you know, what kind of research I'm going to do, you know, talk about my own experiences, write out a script because I have to write myself a script. Otherwise, I would forget what I want to say. Um, 
And it does give me, you know, it does help allow me to take my time to do that. And I'm still going to do the monthly episodes. But now I'm really glad that I'm deciding to do these weekly ones um, because it just warms my heart to be on here talking with you guys and connecting. And I just love it. All right. Now that I'm on my little soapbox here, let me get down off of it. So the spell I chose happens to be for today. But don't worry, you can do it anytime or wait for the following Saturday. It's called the Divination Tea Spell. And again, I got this from Llewellyn's Witches Spell a Day Almanac because I could go over some of my own personal spells, but sometimes I feel like they're they're personal to me. You know what I mean? So I would just kind of rather you know, give you a generic type of thing um, that everybody can relate to. So anyway, um, the color of the day of this Saturday is blue and the incense of the day is sandalwood. And I'm just going to read what it says here on the page in the almanac. The beginning of the year is an excellent time to perform divination for information on how the rest of the year will go. This tea will help you open your third eye and open up to the messages that you most need to hear. To prepare the tea, you will need the following. One part mugwort, two parts hibiscus, one part nettle. Boil water, and as the water heats up, mix the herbs together in a bowl, holding the intention of seeing clearly. Put the tea mixture into a strainer, place this in a teapot, and pour the hot water over the herbs. As the tea steeps, set up your space for divination. Set out candles if you so desire, and get ready to step into divinatory space. Carefully and intentionally, pour yourself a cup of tea from the pot. Sit down in front of your divination method of choice and see what unfolds. Make sure you take notes. So I guess um, how you measure the amount of herbs in the tea is how strong you would want it. Okay. So be mindful about that. So that's the January 6th spell from the Spell in a Almanac. Now, let me draw a rune. And hopefully this will kind of relate to what we're talking about for this week. I just love the sound of shuffling the runes around. I have to say, I'm very connected to my runes. All right. Let's see what we've got. I have drawn the rune of Ingus, which means fertility, new beginnings. <laughs> so, yeah, new beginnings already should tell you that this rune relates to what we're talking about because this is the beginning of the new year, right? So happy new year, by the way, everyone. And I hope everyone has had a great holiday season. Okay, so let's read what this rune is all about. This rune is akin to the moon, the intuitive part of our nature with its urge toward harmonizing and adjusting in the sphere of personal relationships. 
Ingus embodies the need to share, the yearning to be desired, a search after similarities. The completion of beginnings is what Ingus requires. Drawing this rune may mark a time of joyful deliverance, of new life, a new path. A rune of great power. Receiving it means that you now have the strength to achieve completion, resolution, from which comes a new beginning. Above all, completion is crucial here. It may be timely that you complete some project now. And what did we say about the quarter moon completing up any project, the last quarter moon? Perhaps a difficult state of mind can be clarified or resolved. The appearance of this rune indicates that you must fertilize the ground for your own deliverance. All things change, and we cannot live permanently amid obstructions. Ingu signals your emergence from a closed, crystallous state. As you resolve and clear away the old, you will experience a release from tension and uncertainty. You may be required to free yourself from a rut, habit, or relationship, from some deep cultural or behavioral pattern, some activity that was quite proper to the self you were leaving behind. The time of birth is always a critical one. Movement can involve danger, and yet movement that is timely leads out of danger. The time has come to enter the delivery room. Another of the cycle runes, Ingu's counsels preparation. Being centered and grounded, freeing yourself from all unwanted influences, and seeing the humor, you are indeed prepared to open to the will of heaven and await your deliverance with calm certainty. I really think that that rune spoke to us about this coming week and actually um, the new year, the coming year. So think about that. All right, now, the moment you've all been waiting for, I know some of you have missed these everyday card spells and it's going to be sad when I reach the end of them. And I just want to kind of take a look to see. Let's see how many more. We still have quite a bit more to go. So we'll be doing these for a little while. Anyway, the next card is the Renew spell. <laughs> Which is funny because, and these cards are in numera, num, numerical order. And that's how I've been doing them. I haven't been doing them as far as like, the time and the moon phase and the month and anything like that. So this is perfect. So the Renew spell. You'll need one rose and one pink candle. Prepare a clear bowl of water and add the rose to the water. Light the candle beside it. Using your left hand, begin to gently stir the water, repeating the following mantra. Allow this water to cleanse my soul with a clear mind and heart. I am seeing, I am love. My heart is as big as the sky and earth. Universal love gives life its worth. Blessings to all, so mote it be. Place the blessing bowl on your altar and leave it there for three days and three nights. All right, and as always, I will take a picture of that and put it on the Facebook group. Okay, everyone, thanks for tuning in to this first episode of Moon Magic Log. I hope you guys like it and join me every Saturday to map out our week. Have a very magical week. If you like this episode or show, please consider going over to Apple or Spotify 
to give me a rating and review. It will really help with the algorithm of the show. Share with your friends and follow me at Witch Magic on Instagram. You can also join us on the Witch Magic Facebook group. If you would like to support the show even more, you could check out my Patreon and Coffee pages and join the tier of your choosing and budget for extra perks as well as helping me maybe get a cup of tea. Thanks everyone.